0: There is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve
1: and tonight we'll be discussing Episode 7 of The Night Flyers.
0: Okay, so you've been saying, like, season one, and I noticed today when I was watching, it does say rewatch season one, and I'm like, oh. Yes. I wonder if we're going to get some information. I would hope so. Now, I'm still behind. I'm doing this as we we record, so I'm trying not to spoil it. Steve finished everything. So I don't know how Steve's keeping this all straight because just watching these episodes, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. So I still have a couple more so that I can watch it as we go and be really messed up as we go. Because yeah. otherwise poor Steve would probably have like a ton of messages from me. <laughs> <laughs> like a full email. All right. right. So, uh, why don't you hit us with some ratings
1: news? All right. Episode 7 had a 0.08 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.303 million viewers, making it the 105th rated cable show for the day. Hmm. Not so, great. No. But I'm sure people, if they got to this point in the series, they binged the last
0: Oh, four yeah. Ep- they're watching the episodes. <laughs> episodes.
1: Yeah. You can't just not do that. Uh, it's just physically impossible. <laughs>
0: So, I don't know if you noticed too, there was and it may just be because I'm watching on demand. I could be wrong. But they are promoting the heck out of this other show that I thought was going to be on Sci-Fi called The Passage. Right. And it's based on a trilogy of books. It looks like super creepy and everything, but it turns out it's not even going to be on Sci-Fi. No, it's not. It's going to be on Fox. Fi- what yeah. the heck they're going to do with it? Because it looks like something sci-fi should definitely be doing. Yeah, and
1: we know so. Fox doesn't have a great history of uh, sci-fi. Yeah. Now, of course, Orville did really well, and we're getting that back. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah, I'm passage-
0: still salty. Yeah. <laughs> like five years, and I'm still salty about it. But we'll see how this does. And, you know, this may be something that we cover on Sci-Fi Talk. Because it should be over here, right, we'll see how it is, and if that's something that uh doesn't turn out like hunters, right, yeah, I think you guys have figured out like, you weren't huge fans of the way they did hunters and and it's been on every really bad book to screen, which yep. makes me sad, but yes. anyway, all right, let's jump into episode seven and has a breakthrough Rose and Lamy seeks suit comfort. From her past. Yeah. Big changes because all of a sudden we are eight months in the future.
1: Yeah. Didn't expect that, but I guess we had to if it was going to be a two-year trip. We had to have a time jump sooner or later.
0: Yeah. You would think that they get closer to the Volcron eventually. So good thing we're there. Well, we also have this really weird opening happen where Murphy, it looks like he's in And he's playing Russian roulette. And I'm like, what the hell is happening here?
1: Exactly.
0: I'm like, is this some weird thing out of his past? Really confused. And then suddenly we see Thale. And because Murphy gets past the bullet. Thale's like, no, 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 not like that. I'm like, oh, my God, what does Thale do? Right. But no, that is not what's happening at all. No. No. Apparently, all these people wanted some kind of adrenaline rush, and they've kind of become friends with Thale, so he's putting them through all this weird shit.
1: Yeah, some life-and-death situations, and um, yeah, like the second girl who uh, took the gun from Murphy. And
0: Oh, yeah, because it it was the bullet.
1: Yeah, it ended up being the bullet, and <laughs> they laugh at her because she wet herself.
0: I was like, what the hell is happening? <laughs>
1: That's some really bored people now.
0: Right? And Thale's just watching. She's like, this is sick. What is wrong with you? He's like, uh, they want to do this. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, they're yeah, they're my friends. It's like, are they? Are they using you for some weird VR? Yeah. It, it, it was beyond anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is
1: the first time I can remember a space program having the crew trying to get their adrenaline rushes by doing uh death-defying act, shall we say.
0: Yeah, it, it was something It wasn't else. the
1: hologram, <laughs> that's for sure.
0: No, <laughs> The holodeck. No. <laughs> and, you know, what problems can this cause? I mean, we don't know. I don't think Agatha knows. right? And this could get really bad because we know the Vulcron have the same kind of wavelengths as they all.
1: Right, they could so, be reading what he's doing and say, "These oh, people is this normal? Are, yeah, <laughs> these people are not uh, all together in the head. Let's uh, <laughs> let's muck. really
0: screw with them." Yeah. Oh man, it it was very weird. And then Zebranin, who is so hyper focused on the fleshy probe bits, yeah, and you just see him studying it, and apparently he's going even above and beyond just looking at it under a microscope. Yeah, just a bit. Because he keeps doing test after test after test, and he's like hooking up bits and pieces to the memory suite. Right. What? Well, he's trying to figure out if that is a way to communicate with them. It was really pretty messed up, too. It was gross. You just see him plugging in bits of flesh, which
1: would right, look like oh, a yeah. <laughs> like, uh, card. Battery jumpers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and he's on what? Test 79. Everything has failed. And this one seemed to be a little bit more successful. Right. He's like, oh, maybe something's happening here. All right. And I'm just thinking, this is bad. Yeah. And apparently, all sorts of things are happening on the ship. Yeah. He gotten people kind of messed up. And I'm wondering if some of it had to do with seeing was it Eagle 16. Right. Things kind of took weird turns here and there, but one weird turn I was not expecting. Rowan and Tessia apparently have because she's pregnant. I'm like, happening.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that? Like I uh, wasn't sure. Yeah, that escalated pretty quickly. Right? They did more communicating than cells communicating
0: apparently. Yeah. Under her belly, and I'm thinking, okay. Depending on which thing you've watched, are able to set foot on a planet because they wouldn't have the same bone density, right? Yeah, and of course, then there's you know steel. You can have babies on the spaceship. It's not not a thing. But going with it because it seems to be like the two different extremes, right? And I'm like, this is probably not going to end well because the way the show's going,
1: exactly.
0: Like, uh, things are probably going to get bad. And it kind of does start getting bad because Carl, who's having sex with Agatha, you're thinking, all right, they're going to have their adult time. Not exactly. Yeah. All of a sudden, he has a vision and he pulls away and and she explains, well, I'm afraid That's, that's my biggest fear, being put in a chair. I'm like, what chair? And then I had to think about it. It had to be what? we've seen them do to fail, right?
1: Right, exactly. Yes.
0: And then he says something that you're not supposed to be able to do this, project anything at an L3.
1: Right.
0: So that doesn't sound good either.
1: No. And she's tells him she's taking suppressants to try to keep this at bay, but even a double dose isn't doing the job. This is
0: getting worrisome because thale has been dealing with this for a really long time. He's able to control things. Right. She's been suppressing it, which we find out, for a really long time. So what could happen? Probably nothing good.
1: Yeah, more than likely not.
0: And who would have thought the voice of reason would have been Mel, the woman who seemed to have zero emotion. Right. But she's like, the team's falling apart. What's going on? We need everybody back together. The closer we get, things are getting real, and you know, she's telling Captain Aris, "We need to figure this out and work together." And he seemed really like nonchalant about everything too.
1: Right. Until <laughs> he has a uh, session with Agatha which doesn't end well.
0: No. And it's not on his part. No. Agatha had an episode i'm like trying to find the right word here oh that's where she could have played off where it was like a migraine almost right but i mean who knows if they have migraines anymore in in this future oh that would be awesome but anyway not to have them i just don't feel good we'll pick this up later and now he's finally looking like huh what's going on right and what was the first thing he did i don't know if you noticed he turned and looked at the damn crystal matrix. Right. Like, what are you doing, mother? Are you trying to work your way out? Right. And so I was starting to get worried right here. Oh, absolutely. And, and they're they're not unfounded worries, as we find out.
1: No. Because <laughs> we next check on Lomi. And yeah, she's definitely isolated herself as she's hooked into the computer system. Off at a 1950s-style diner, the Silver Spur, getting a downtown dog.
0: Right. That was the thing that she ordered.
1: Right. With Augie there. Yes. And she turns around, and there's her whole family there, and everything's just perfect. Until they're not.
0: Until all of a sudden, her brother had this disgusting-looking hot dog. It was rotten and crawling with maggots and mold and she's like, wait a second, I didn't write that. Right. I'm like, great, this is going to be bad. And you start hearing bangs, and she's kind of walking around and looking, and then they cut away. And I'm like, no! Yeah! (laughs) What are you doing? Go back! And we're back with DeBranon, who's conducting more experiments on all the weird pieces of him. Right. It just looked disgusting. Oh, absolutely it did. Looked like doctor frankenstein's lab <laughs> right like rejects from the meat market there and at the same time mel is looking at i don't know what is it like a radar right and she sees something getting closer and then we go back and we have some shaking happen and holy crap what is going on with those pieces of zebranin? <laughs> like, right. it's like though no, i thought i thought something totally different yeah. But all of a sudden, this one that was like in the petri dish starts moving and crawling and growing. growing. And I'm like, oh, right. he yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and Debranan is super excited and runs to tell Rowan, you got to come check this out. And of course, Rowan's like, yeah. and he's like, no, 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 the probe is alive again. And Rowan is kind of like, hold on, what? Okay, yeah. okay, okay, I'll be there. And he doesn't come right away. No. So what does Brandon do? He starts screwing with stuff and connects the memory probe or memory thing. And he sees his daughter, Skye. And they have a bit. And it seems that the person he's talking to, whether it's a different dimension or not, Sky's alive. She's with her mother. And they miss him because he he never got sick. Right. And I'm like, oh, it's screwing with you guys. It's screwing yeah. with you so bad. <laughs> so bad, yes. Or is it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this is a dimensional thing. I really think it's the Voltron. Yeah, I do too. And now we finally get to go back to Lomi. <sighs> Lo Lomi, sorry. And we see little Cynthia, who has murdered her family. Like, Lomi's family's sitting there with their throats slashed. Yeah. And next thing you know, she's coming for Lomi. And she said something, but I didn't quite catch it. Did you hear what she said exactly?
1: No, I didn't either.
0: Because I know Lomi's like, what did you do to my family? You shouldn't have done this. You shouldn't be here. Right. I left you out because you were innocent. And she says something, and it was creepy. And she kind of lunges at her, but Lomi ends up running outside before she can get axed as well. Right. And apparently, she's been in there for hours. Yeah, I'm guessing it's kind of like playing video games—you get lost and you don't know what time it is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because she is just covered in wires. Just
0: she was like made a nest in them almost. Yeah, like Down in the bowels of the ship. It was yeah, weird.
1: Yeah, it really was a little strange.
0: And when she comes out, Mel's sitting there waiting for her. She's like, "I've been trying to get you to come out." You've been in there forever. And she's like, the Vulcron are approaching. And she questions if, you know, she's in there putting more firewalls up. And Lomi's just like, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. I'm working on on problems. And she finally says she built a world inside to escape reality because she right. doesn't like her life right now. Yeah. Which, knowing what you know, isn't it bad? Matrix.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: She does not need to be in there. Oh, but she doesn't tell Mel everything.
1: No, which is not a good thing.
0: No, 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 no. And uh, then we cut back to Thale, who is wandering the hallways. And he kind of gets, like, kind of attacked, but kind of... Closed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are we going to do the next thing? What? What's next? What's next? I need the rush. I need the rush. It's like, oh, this is like a drug for these people now.
1: Yeah, absolutely it is.
0: And Thale's like, I just need some time out. Yeah. And he ends up walking into the mess hall where he sees Rowan and Tessia. And Tessia's like, Oh, come sit with us. And I think Rowan is still like, Why are you talking to him? You don't need to talk. And she's like, Can you hear the baby? I'm like, This could be bad. Yeah. I was afraid of what he was going to say. Now he does the bees. It's like a million tiny voices. Right. Which. Which I was thinking probably not good.
1: Nope.
0: But I didn't know what was going to happen. Like, I I mean, literally, it's not a B. But I, I wasn't sure what that meant. And I was thinking more that somehow, because they were so close, like, the baby was like a conduit for the Volcron.
1: Yeah, possibly.
0: And I'm thinking this is not what's happening. By the end of it, it was even worse. Right. But. Tessia didn't seem too upset by it, but Rowan's like, uh, okay, I'm done. You can leave. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, your wife, well, not wife, your baby mama asked. So what do you want? Right. I don't know. It's not good. It's probably not going to get better. Right. But of course it doesn't get better because we go back in the sphere. And what do we see? Sky again. Yes. Who's asking if to Brandon is a ghost. And I'm just like, oh crap, they are screwing with his head.
1: Yeah. Big like, time.
0: Seriously, that's I'm like, why? Why do this? And it's not just screwing with his head. When she starts saying it, then I'm thinking, wait, are we seeing this from a whole different point of view? Right. <laughs> and I'm thinking, Cause how many how many movies are out there for real? Where it's like somebody's dead and this is the ghost point of view or you know you're you're seeing it from a whole different perspective and then when that starts being said i'm like questioning everything we've seen so far right and it's like is she confused is he confused what's happening and she's like but when are you coming home i'm like this this has to be the vulcron it has to be
1: you would think so but what are they trying to get across to him I don't know. Yeah. Like, neither I, I can't
0: figure it out. <laughs> I think he's just, they're trying to say you need to leave
1: or they want him to come to them. Oh, Oh jeez, Yeah. Because
0: he gets to touch her. Right. Like, so there was actual physical contact for a few seconds. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know if it's going to make a difference. If that's going to cause something else weird, I guess we'll find out. Right. But, Apparently, there's a whole lot of other stuff because Rowan finally shows up. He finally comes and realizes this memory spheres in there. He's, you have been doing all sorts of things. Right. <laughs> Probably not good things. No. And it was Rowan, though, that first reached out saying, I don't want bad Tessie is pregnant. All right. If it took you this long to talk about this. Right. I think there's bad blood.
1: Yeah, you would think.
0: And then when DeBranin just kind of let slip, I wasn't the one. Uh-oh. Yeah. You knew this was going to be bad, right? Yeah. And it turns out that there's a protocol concerning pregnancies in space. Right. That they're all meant to be terminated. And I'm like, oh, what does this mean? And the million voices, is this something, is this every pregnancy in space? Is this because they're deep space into the void? What is it? Right. Goes. Yeah. Anything goes. Yeah, apparently. I don't even know. So uh, somebody has to tell me what's happening because everybody's having weird stuff happen and fails helping people have weird stuff happen. And and it's just confusing the hell out of me at this point. We have a dead daughter popping up. We have people who are working together just fine fighting. You suddenly have Murphy seeing what I'm assuming is his dead wife. Right. And I'm like, what is, what's going on? Yeah. And then his face starts to burn. And I was just like, oh God, oh God, what is it? And it turns out that was just fail helping them. Right. That was messed up too, because people are watching. I'm like, oh my God, they're going to just make out on the floor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In the mess hall. Maybe no. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently Murphy was mad and he didn't like what was happening during this game. But Thale was, I don't know what happened. I mean, what was that exactly? Because Murphy was yelling at Thale and Thale either lost control or because they were getting closer to Volcron, like all those waves coming in because everybody started to kind of grab their heads like, what happened originally when Thale came out of his sphere?
1: Right. Yeah. I think he went into overload because of the Vulcran.
0: But what was with his face?
1: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it was just, whoa.
0: It was, it kept changing and it, it looked like something out of like the Twilight Zone, like part right, of the.
1: Yeah. Eyes. It was like, like yeah, the, everything started vibrating and you just kind of go, whoa, what the hell is going on here?
0: He's running back to his sphere. Everybody who is anywhere near him is being affected. And Agatha's like, you can filter it. And I don't know if it's, like I said, the Volcron or if he's gotten stronger because he's been using his powers and controlling it. Right. But something happened and it's almost like a dam broke. Yeah. But he seemed terrified.
1: Yes. He was afraid of what was going on with himself. And so you had to figure that this was, it couldn't be good.
0: That's for sure. Right. And of course, as this is all happening, we have Our pregnancy that's kind of taken a turn for the worse. Yeah. And when the doctor comes in, she when the doctor had said, we're not really set up for this. Right. That's what really made me think like, okay, there should not be any babies being born in space. Right.
1: Yes. They don't have the equipment to handle it. Because of the rule, you if you get pregnant, it gets terminated because they don't have the equipment.
0: And yet they had something to induce labor because the right. baby's heart rate was messed up. And so they had to induce labor, which is definitely not a good sign. Right. And it turns out the baby comes out stillborn. And the doctor was really freaking me out. Like, the way she was acting, I thought it was something else. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh god, is it an alien, right? And Rowan, I don't know if he, he realized it at first because he's like, oh, it's a baby girl, and I'm like, okay, Tessia knows what's up looking at the doctor, right? And Rowan just seemed oblivious to what was happening, right? And, uh, do you think that was more of a defense mechanism, like that's how they had him, you know, act that way, or what?
1: I think so. I mean, apparently, you know, the way he was acting the whole time, this was something that he had never really experienced before. So this was probably his first child. And, yeah, he could not process that it's not alive.
0: Mm, Okay. Well, Tessia understands and she's like, let me hold her and then tells him, go get the blanket that we made. Right. And Doc is like, I have to let the captain know. So everybody kind of separates, and Tessia's laying there holding the baby. And this sounds horrible, but had everybody not come back, it would have probably been better. but Maybe not. uh, Yes and no. Well, not come, come into the room, I should say. Right. Because as hard as it is watching her hold the baby, it gets worse when Carl goes to see Rowan. Right. And he's like, I'm sorry. And he turns around and Rowan's like, oh, I was just finishing up. And they had the name for the baby, like chiseled into the, the bassinet that he had made. And it was sky. Yeah. And I was like, oh God, no.
1: Yes. (laughs) That was heartbreaking.
0: Cause he said he wanted something good to add to the memory of Carl's daughter, sky. And he wanted to honor her. And I'm just like, oh, this is horrible. Right. It's like twisting the knife. And, oh, let's make it worse now.
1: Yeah, because it got much worse. uh,
0: He goes back in. Did he even hand her the blanket? No. Or he didn't get that
1: far. He didn't get that far. Yeah, him Uh, and Carl come in just as the baby starts to disintegrate in her arms.
0: And, of course, Carl sees this and he's like, Quarantine! Quarantine!
1: Quarantine, Right. And the door's shut in the room, leaving Tessia, the doc, and Captain Eris in
0: quarantine. This is not good. No. (laughs) (laughs) Because what are they going to do? How are they getting out of this? Right. What the hell (laughs) was with the baby disintegrating? Was it not really a baby? Was this all some weird messed up, like, Vulcan head game? Right.
1: It absolutely could be. And you kind of go,
0: what is going on? I don't know what's going to happen. This is so messed up. Yes. Like, seriously. Like I said, I was questioning everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this could be all going on in their heads. They could be knocked out and just living this in their heads. Who knows?
0: (laughs) I can't. I can't imagine this. Well... That all being said, what did you guys think about the episode? <laughs> Shoot us an email at scifitalk at fangirlzone.com. Let us know your thoughts. Or head over to www.fangirlzone.com. Hit the contacts page and you can find all the ways to contact us and tell us what you think about this because it's so messed up. <laughs> yeah. And while you're at it, if you can rate and review us at iTunes and any other platform you find us on because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends about this show, especially if they like like weird psychological thrillers. I can't even say this is horror no, it's really not it's it's a psychological, psychological. thriller yeah oh, it's in so space. Up. <laughs> all right, and for this episode of sci Fi Talk, I am Sean S.
1: and I'm Steve. You know what they say. all
0: work and no play and until next time.